So many good things to share tonight. Um, tonight's going to be different. Uh, it's going to be like, like it's going to be really different what we're going to do tonight. Uh-huh. I do, and that's not it. That's not it. I do own one. <laughs> I, you know, truth be told, most time when I travel on Sundays, I wear them, and uh, I do own. I do own ties. A lot of ties. A lot of ties. Yes. A lot of ugly ties is what April says. <laughs> so some really neat things happening. Um, first of all, first of all, that's normal, by the way. And, and the Lord speaks to each and every one of us, okay? And I want to encourage you, like, if you feel like the Lord tells you something, don't hesitate to step out and do it, Okay. And sometimes you're going to look silly and people's going to say no, okay? And that's all right. It really is okay because we're trying to learn here to hear the voice of God. And he desires that all of us hear his voice, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, so anyway, I uh, just want to encourage you in that. Uh, one of the really neat things is we've been praying for this general specific area. And when you pull into the parking lot, I mean, it's, let's be honest, it's not the nicest shopping center in Louisville, right? Uh, <laughs> We had, this was kind of neat, like, well, you probably noticed it's a little bit warmer in here tonight, too. We actually have heat for the first time in the year. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we, we got all three brand new AC units this summer, and then now the heaters. We actually have heat here. But when they were coming to work on the heat, we were told by the maintenance man that uh, save a lot, which I have been praying the Lord give it to us, but I've been praying also that God would just fill this place with businesses, right? Because the more businesses that are here, the better off everyone's going to be. And not just any business, but but a good business. Okay? So Ace Hardware is moving in across the way. Yes. That's huge. That's, that's huge. And they... <laughs> now, I, you don't don't 100% quote, well, it's being videoed, so you can quote me, I guess, but, but they are going to remodel and resurface the outside of the vast majority of this whole shopping center Amen. to make it more attractive. Amen. Praise so, the Lord. So I just think all the foot traffic that's going to be in this area just from that. So God's good, right? Yes. God is good. We prayed and told you before, he closed down a couple of businesses that really we didn't want here. Okay, I won't go into, basically, Lord's just pushing out darkness in the shopping center, and I'm thankful for that. I'm very thankful for that. Amen. All right. So, tonight, I've actually been praying about this night for about two months, and that's like, I told Crestwood on Sunday that I'm not a, 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 first of all, April and I were in bed on New Year's Eve by 10 p.m. Uh, yes. So you're, you win. You win. But um, we under, you understand that, like, honestly, 7 a.m. On, on December 31st is, to me, it's the same as 7 a.m. on January 1st. But, but it does mark a new year. 
And, and so I've always been really weird about not doing New Year's Eve type things or New Year's Day type things. But the Lord started speaking to me about this night two months ago. And I felt like the Lord, he wanted to do something tonight. And he wanted to speak to each and every one of us. And um, I don't know how to explain it. I, I believe the Lord just wants to saturate us tonight. Amen. Okay. And, and in a way that we probably have not done before here. And, uh, and, and I'll explain that in just a second. And, and I guess the reason why I believe he wants to saturate us, there's a lot of things happening here. Um, first of all, next week, January, January 12th, next Friday night, we're going to go ahead and celebrate the one-year birthday of this church. Friday, yeah. Friday the 13th. The 13th is the one-year anniversary, but since it's Friday. But next week will be one year that we've been meeting here on Friday nights. God's so good. We got a lot of neat stuff happening. We are uh, corporately, we are in the process with Crestwood of, of merging the two congregations. And we're going to Amen. continue meeting on Friday nights, but we're also going to start a Sunday morning service as well. Amen. All right. Which is really yes. exciting because we're hoping and praying that it enables us to reach more people in this community. That's right. And that uh, Friday's amazing. You got those who come on Fridays want to be here. It's not because you feel obligated to. Right. I hope, but at least I hope not. Mm -hmm. And so we got that going on. And it's just a tremendous thing, by the way, with the Crestwood people because, um, you know, the You've sowed a lot of time and energy and resources out there and to be looking at it with legacy and, and things like that because we're planning on planting a lot of churches out of this church Amen. over the upcoming years. Other things happening? Huh? Yeah. Oh, yes. Sorry. Got a text message on Sunday morning. Um, Emporia First Church in Nazarene is giving us a church van. And uh, and so we'll have. He actually texted me a picture the other day of the keys and said it's ready to go. So the next few weeks, next few, they, yeah, they actually they're they're actually going to drive it here. We'll fly them back, but they actually spent a bit of money getting it in safe driving condition as well to give to us. We're going to go and pick up homeless downtown and bring them to our services if they want to come and and um, and and just really try and help some people out. That's right. Amen. Help some people out. So God's good. Yes. God's really good yes. because we couldn't afford, I mean, we could not afford to buy that on our own. God gave us that. And so Amen. I'm really thankful for that. Um, February, we're going to be starting revival groups. I've touched on those, but it's essentially small groups, but not the clickish type. Um, we're, <laughs> we, we're going to focus on three things, which is uh, there'll be prayer and it could be different whatever, but we'll be meeting around the city. I think we'll start with at least two, possibly three to begin with around the city, and we'll be focusing on different things. Uh, prayer will be one focus. Mission, which would be serving the local neighborhood in which that group is meeting at, okay? So if the lady down the street, single mom, needs groceries for her kids, we're going to go buy groceries for her kids, serve her. So that's the mission. And then family, we may come and and I said the most spiritual thing you can do sometimes is just play a board game and get to know everyone that you're with and really become family. And so that'll be kicking off in February. In two weeks, we're going to start an early morning uh, prayer service. And I'm going to do more details on that coming up as well. But we want to saturate this place with corporate prayer. And I realize not everyone can come because of work and times and this and that. Um, I felt very convicted. I don't want to take up many of your nights through the week because everyone's so busy. 
And so I'm not going to ask you for an extra night. I'm just going to ask you to give me one less hour of sleep that you typically would get. Okay. <laughs> Dan Bohai uh, Ministries will be here January 25th and 6th. Amen. Okay. Yes. And we'll have a, uh, a, a prayer teaching. At, at, we'll come here at 5, but we'll actually have teaching starting at 6, and then service starts at 7. Hal Perkins and Hit No Relation will be here February 25th Amen. through 28th. Jimmy Williams, one of my mentors, yes, will be here March the 4th, uh, Sunday, March the 4th, uh, which is right after the district uh, um, Bluegrass Awakening. Amen. Uh, Jimmy Williams will be here. Rob McCorkle, Dr. Rob, uh, my other mentor, will be here uh, April 16th through 18th. Uh, the Seabrights will be here this yes. summer again to do a marriage enrichment Amen. weekend. Yeah. And then we have uh, Pastor Corey Jones will be here uh, November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd uh, uh, to do uh, uh, Becoming and Sustaining a Culture of Prayer. Amen. And so we're just really excited for what God's yes. doing, right? Yes. And so, so here, here is what we're going to do tonight. And uh, I'm going to read tonight from the Bible. <laughs> uh, right? That's a good thing. Yes. Scripture. This is what we're going to do. Because I feel like the Lord wants to get us saturated in the Word tonight. And so, I'm going to read some specific focus areas. And, and what I want us to do is, like, you're going to probably have a hard time keeping up tonight. So, the, the best thing to do would just be probably close your Bible and just listen and allow it to soak. Amen. Does that make sense? And then if you want to go back and look verse by verse later on, uh, you can go back and watch the video on Facebook Live or YouTube or whatever you want to do, or I podcast, it doesn't really matter. But what I want to do tonight is I want to speak God's word over our people. And and not just speak God's words over our people, but but almost prophesy that this is what the Lord wants to do in your life. I say almost, I want to prophesy the word. And <laughs> I'm not being kooky, I'm just reading what he says. Amen. To where it becomes a truth in our life some of them will be very familiar to you because they're ones that i've preached on or i've rattled off a lot because they're just they're life verses but and so i just want to speak over us tonight and so uh so holy spirit i have no idea what you want to do i'm just trying to be obedient and so just speak to our hearts tonight god amen the first area i believe the lord wants to, to do almost a shift in our lives, and we talked about this the other day, last Friday, is getting planted, rooted next to the streams of water, living in proximity to God, okay? Not weekend visits, but in close proximity. So Psalm 1-3 says, he'll be like a man, or he'll be like a tree, firmly planted by streams of water, which yields fruits in its season, and its leaf does not wither. And whatever he does, he prospers. Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. Blessed is the man, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, for he'll be like a tree planted by the water <coughs> that extends its roots by a stream and will not fear when the heat comes. But its leaves will be green, and will not be anxious in a year of drought, nor cease to yield fruit. We need our roots to go deeper. That's right. Yes. Okay. J. 
James 47, I'm sorry, James, Ezekiel 47, 12. By the river on its bank, on one side and on the other, will grow all kinds of trees for food. Their leaves will not wither, and their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month, because their water flows from the sanctuary. And their fruit will be food, and their leaves for healing. James 4, 7 through 10. Submit, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Amen. Amen. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be miserable and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy into gloom. Humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord. Humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord, and he will exalt you. Amen. The Lord desires to bless his people, too. Yes. Psalm 84, 11. For the Lord is sun and shield. The Lord gives grace and glory. No good thing. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Amen. Yeah, no good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. How about, how about this? If we want to be blessed, it's right here. It's Matthew chapter 5, and, and it's, it's the Beatitudes. And the Beatitudes aren't just a neat sermon Jesus preached. It is, it is what is to describe the church, okay? Matthew 5, it says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Or blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Hunger and thirst is a choice, folks. May this be the year that we get more hungry and more thirsty for God than we've ever been hungry and thirsty for God in our entire life. No more drinking from cisterns. No more drinking from things that no longer satisfy. We need to get hungry, hungry and thirsty for more of Him. Amen. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, verse 9, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Amen. (laughs) It's so good. How blessed are those, Psalm 119, 1 through 3, how blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. How blessed are those who observe his testimonies, who seek him with all their heart. Amen. They do no unrighteousness. They walk in his way. Yes. John 10, 10 know this one. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and life more abundantly. Amen. Which means more blessed. That's right. He's come that we can have a more blessed life. Amen. 
Deuteronomy 28, which is, I want to take off and preach, I'm sorry, but I can't. <laughs> now it shall be, Deuteronomy 28, <coughs> I'm looking at the clock, I've got a lot of sections to cover. Now it shall be, if you diligently obey the Lord your God, being careful to do <laughs> all his commandments, which I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you. The blessings will overtake you if you obey the Lord your God. Blessed you shall be in the city and blessed you shall be in the country. Blessed blessed shall be the offspring of your body. And the produce of your ground and the offspring of your beasts, the increase of your herd and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Amen. The Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come against you one way and will flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing upon you in your barns and in all that you put your hand to. And he will bless you in the land which your God gives you. Amen. The Lord will establish you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself as he swore to you. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, so that all the peoples of the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord, Amen. and they will be afraid of you, which means that they will be in awe of you, actually. Okay? The Lord will make you abound in prosperity in the offspring of your body, and in the offspring of your beast, and in the produce of your ground. And in the land which the Lord swore to the to your fathers to give to you, the Lord will open for you His good storehouse, Amen. the heavens, the rain to your to your land, and in its season to bless all the work of your hand. Yes. And you shall tend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. You shall be the lender, not the borrower. Amen. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And you only will be above, and you will not be underneath if you listen to the commandments of the Lord your God, which I charge you today to observe them carefully, and do not turn aside from any of the words which I command you today, to the right or to the left, to go after any other gods and to serve them. Amen. Amen. Speak to circumstances now. And King Christ raised you up with him and seated us in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the ages to come he may show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. We have a different point yes. of view, a different perspective. Raised up and seated, right? <coughs> Therefore, Colossians 2.1, Therefore, if you've been raised up with Christ, 
keep seeking the things above. Amen. <laughs> Where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things of earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life is revealed, then you will also be revealed with him in glory. Amen. So, hmm. Let's get an upward gaze. An upward heavenly gaze, folks. Romans 8, 28. And we know <laughs> that God calls us all things to work together. For good yes. to those who love yes. God. Causes all things. And all things means all things, That's right? right? It doesn't and when we get down in the muck and the mire, it's easy to get discouraged, but he calls us all things, which is all things. And so if it says it in here, then it must be true, right? Amen. Okay. Right. So man, all right. To those who are called according to what? To his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of the Son, so that he would be firstborn among many brethren. And these whom he predestined, he called. And these who he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Amen. <laughs> he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him from us all, how will he not also freely give us all things? That's right. He who did not withhold his own son, right? Come on. How will he not freely give us all things? Thank you. Amen. All right. Anxiety. Anxiety. Oh. I felt very strongly. Anxiety and fear and worry. The Lord, the Lord desires that we get set free yes. of that. Okay, Amen. so many of us, we love Jesus, we follow Jesus, we serve Jesus, but then whoop, it hits you and we get paralyzed and the Lord desires to break that off of his people yes. and us walk in confidence in who he is, all right? And so let's just go right here. First Peter 5, 6 and 7. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you at the right time. Humble yourselves under the hand of God. Get hidden in God. Therefore, He will reveal you at the right time. Wow. Okay? Casting all your anxiety on Him. <laughs> Why? Because He cares for Amen. you. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 34.4 I sought the Lord and He answered me. Yes. Uh, I sought him and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. Not some of my fears, not a few of my fears, but he delivered me from all of my fears. Amen. Jesus set him free tonight. All right. Isaiah 41.10. Do not fear for I am with you. Yes. Oh, Thank do you. not anxiously look about you for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my right, my my righteous right hand. First John four eighteen. There's no fear in love. Why? Because perfect love casts out Amen. all fear. Because fear involves punishment, and the one who fears is not perfected in love. Come on, wow. Psalm twenty three. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. He makes me lie down. In green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. 
He restores my soul. He guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yes. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. By the way, it doesn't say even though I walk through the valley of death, it says through the shadow. It's just a shadow. But I will fear no evil because thou art with me. (laughs) Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life. Amen. Thank you. I've said this before, but surely your goodness and kindness will follow me. It's an archery term. Which means that his goodness and loving kindness follow. It means that the Lord is a master archer and he hits his target wow. every single time. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Isaiah 43, this one. But now, but now, thus says the Lord, your creator, O Jacob, and he who formed you. Is this your favorite verse or something? And he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. And I've called you by name. You are mine. Amen. <laughs> when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overtake you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I have given Egypt as your ransom, Cush and Siba in your place. Since you are precious, since you are precious in my sight, thank you, Jesus. You are honored, and I love you. I will give other men in your place. I will give another man in your place. By the way, Jesus, I will give other men in your place. And other peoples in exchange for your life. Do not fear. I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east. And gather you up from the west. I will say to the north. Give them up. And to the south. Do not hold them back. Being my sons from afar. And my daughters from afar. From the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name. And whom I have created for my glory. Whom I have formed. Even whom I have made. He says you're precious tonight. Some of you in here right now. I know that people I know that people in our church, there are a few that struggle with self-esteem and feelings of self-worth. The Lord says that you are precious in his yes. sight. You are his beloved. He yes. paid a price for you because he thought that you were worth it. And so let that truth sink in. Jesus did not pay a price. You've heard me say this before. He's not a bad investor. He's not someone that wastes his money. He doesn't go spend it on frivolous things that mean nothing. Come on. He, invested in your life by paying the price 
with his life. Why? Because he saw value and potential and destiny in each and every one of you in this room. And he thinks that you're worth it. Why? Because you're precious in his sight. Receive that tonight, church. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Say fifty four seventeen. No weapon against you, no weapon that is formed against you will prosper. And every tongue that accuses you in judgment, you will condemn. But no weapon that is formed against you will prosper. Let's begin to lean into that this year. And as we start to make strides, I'm going to preach for just a second right here on this one. But as we make strides to expand the footprint of the kingdom of God, which is what we are called to do, the enemy will flare up. He will flare up, but he's defeated and he is a loser. So no weapon formed against you will prosper. And and I know that doesn't change the circumstances, but I'm not going to let the circumstances beat me because his word is more real than the circumstances. And so let's lean into that this year. No weapon. No weapon, no weapon formed against you will prosper. No weapon formed against the church will prosper. Amen. Revival and fruit. The Lord desires revival. Yes, he does. And the Lord desires that his church is fruitful. Amen. The Lord desires that us as individuals are fruitful. He does. And I'm not saying, like, I, first of all, when I talk about being fruitful, do not receive it as condemnation because you feel like you need to do this, this, and this. Okay? The Great Commission isn't the great pressure thing. Come on. And it isn't the great guilt trip. It's the great privilege because we get to walk with Him and live out the gospel of the kingdom. That's right. Okay? I've sat in hundreds of sermons where. Go get people say, go do this, go do this, go this. And there, it's, there's truth in it. But it was never meant to be guilt, shame, and condemnation. That's right. That's right. I think that if we get closer to the Lord, that he'll begin to put that in our heart. Amen. And we won't be able to not, not do it. Does that That's make right. sense? All right. Second Chronicles 7.13. And I think 7.13 is a picture of the church today. Okay. But 14 is the remedy for the church. If I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, or if I've commanded the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, and my people, <coughs> if my people who are called by my name humble themselves yes. and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and heal their land. By the way, I think that right there, the hardware store, I think that is a picture of the Lord healing the land, right? Something that's set empty for six years. It's been empty for six years. Empty for six years. That is an eyesore, right? That 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 is rough. That's dangerous. That if you walk close to it, you see all kinds of really nasty, crude things written on the windows. Okay, <clears throat> but 
because of the presence of God, and I'm not, it's not us, but it's the Lord's presence that's beginning to invade this area. The Lord is beginning, made that attractive to someone that said, you know what, that would be a great place for a business. That is what happens when God's people begin to repent. And what happens when God's people humble themselves and pray and cry out for more Amen. of him. He begins to heal the land. And when he heals the land, he doesn't just bless the church. He blesses those yes. that are in proximity to the yes. church. Amen. And so we should desire those around us to be blessed right. as well. Okay? All yes. right. Psalm 2.8. I love it. I'm sorry. 15. Now my eyes. I've got all preacherly. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayer offered in this place. All right, Psalm 2a, ask me and surely I will give the nations as your inheritance. <clears throat> In the very ends of the earth, your possession. Ask me and surely I will give the nations as your inheritance. Beloved, when we say we want to grow the kingdom and we say I got to do this, this, and this, Rather than striving and toiling and we've got to get busy and doing things, I understand that. But rather than trying to do things on our own, let's begin to ask him. And inheritance you don't take, inheritance you receive. Yes, that's right. That's right. You receive an inheritance. Psalm 126. I can't remember what verse, but it's the last one. And then Psalm 127, the first verse. Psalm 126 says those who sow in tears will reap songs of joy those who pray and cry out will reap songs of joy psalm 127 1 says that unless the lord builds the house the labors build in vain come on ask the lord for the nations all right acts 2 and it shall be in the last days God says that I will pour out my spirit yes. on all mankind. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And your sons and daughters shall prophesy, Amen. and your young men shall see visions. Yes. Your old men shall see dreams. Mm-hmm. Your old men shall dream dreams. And I'm like, I'm not a young man anymore. I'm not an old <coughs> man. I'm a middle-aged man, apparently. What he told me. Here's that, listen. Dreaming dreams as an old man or woman. You know what that is? That's dreaming of the generation behind you of the inheritance that you're going to leave for them. Young men get the vision and the old men dream the dreams. I pray I pray my boy never knows. I, I, I'm serious. Like, there's some things that happen that the Lord has shielded him from, but I pray he never, what the Lord's doing here is special. I pray Amen. he never sees a disgruntled church member. Amen. I pray that he doesn't know what it's like not to live in revival. I pray that my grandkids don't know what it's like not to live in constant revival and constant awareness of his presence. Yes. I pray that my kid and my grandkids, that they think that Mark 16 is a reality, that these signs will follow those who believe yes. and that they go and they, I just pray that they see those things. I pray that doubt and cynicism and skepticism are not a reality of their life, right? Amen. And so that's that's what dreaming dreams is, by the way. All right. Even on my bond slaves, both men and women, 
I will pour. In those days, I'll pour forth my spirit, and they shall prophesy. I'll grant wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapors of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord shall come. And it shall be, and it shall be that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. Thank you, Lord. My life first. And as you go, say the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. Freely you have received. Freely. May this be a year we can't keep the gospel to ourselves. Come on. May this be the year that we can, instead of talking about everything that's wrong in the world, may this be the year. May this be the year that we don't speak one negative thing, but we only speak the goodness of God. Amen. Why? Because I've received it. I want to give it away. That's right. Faith. Faith. The Lord wants us to go deeper in faith this year. I wanted to save this one for last. Isaiah 54, 1. Shout for joy, O barren one. You who have borne no child. Can be honest and stupid to shout for joy if you haven't seen the answer yet, right? He's telling the barren woman, to give praises to God before she ever sees the breakthrough. Break forth in the joyful shouting and cry aloud, you who have not travailed, for the sons of the desolate will be more numerous than the sons of the married woman, says the Lord. Right here, here's, here's, here's what I believe we need to do. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch out the curtains of your dwellings and spare not. Lengthen the cords and strengthen your pegs. If you're barren, why would you build an addition onto your house for a child to come, right? What steps of faith do we need to just take those steps of faith? But it does not make sense, but you know the Lord is speaking that to you this year. For you will spread abroad to the right and the left, and your descendants will possess the nations and resettle the desolate cities. Fear not, for you will not be put to shame. Amen. And do not feel humiliated, for you will not be disgraced. But you will for, you will forget the shame of your youth and the reproach of your widowhood. You will remember no more. Amen. All right. Matthew 19, verse 26. And I'm going to read Mark 9, 23. This should be familiar to those that have been here any time at all this year. Matthew 19, with people, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And all things really are all things. Mark 9, 23, all things are possible to him who believes. So with him, all things are possible. God, all things are possible, and nothing is impossible for the one that believes. Which means, this got me emails last time I said this, which means if 
he operates with no restrictions. What restrictions should I operate with? Amen. Right. Come on. Right. Nothing impossible with God, and nothing is impossible for him who believes. That's right. Yes. Really believe. And faith isn't something you muster up. Faith is a position that you live for. Okay. Matthew seventeen twenty. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you'll say to this mountain, "Move from here, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you." What is your mountain this year that you are praying for? What is your mountain that you are facing? Is it a mountain of finances? You need a breakthrough in your job. Is it a mountain of relationships that, that you have a strained relationship with a family member? Is it a mountain with health and sickness and you need to begin to proclaim the goodness of God over that situation? And it may change just like that or it may take some time. But do not quit telling the mountain to move. Amen. Because he said if you had an inkling of faith, it will move. And, and I don't understand that. And there's things that I've been crying out for for over six years that I know of. There's one specific thing, six years, and the Lord has yet to move. But it does not deter me to quit praying for it right. because Amen. I believe Amen. he is That's going right. to move. Amen. And I'm going to yes. keep telling that yes. mountain to move, all right? right. So do right. not get frustrated. Do Amen. not get frustrated. John chapter 6, this is, this is review, but John 6 Right when Jesus was passing out the bread and the fish to the multitudes, it said that he fed 5,000 men, and then it said there was women and children, and, and so there was maybe 10 to 15,000 people, but let's just say there's 10,000 just to be conservative. But it says that he distributed to each one that was seated, which meant, means that they were set down, but it says that he distributed, meaning that they passed out the bread and fish to everyone individually. Beloved, I think some of us get frustrated because we're the last person in line because you know that number three in line would have received the bread and fish much, much quicker than number 9,997 in line. They, number 9,997 did not receive less of a breakthrough than number three in the line. That's right. Hallelujah. Yes. It just yes. took more time. I don't understand the time, but it was no less of a miracle. That's right. So... I'm going to stay seated, right? I'm going to keep telling that mountain to move because it's coming. Try it. Let's keep yeah. doing it. All right. Amen. Right here, Philippians 4, 12 and 13. Not just 13, but 12. I know how to get along with humble means, and I know how to live in prosperity. And in any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry both of having an abundance and suffering need. And I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I know what it's like to be good and I know what it's like to suffer. And whether it's good or whether I suffer, I can do it all because of you. Amen. I want to encourage you this year. Get in the Word. Get rooted and grow, go deeper. And let's live this kingdom out. Amen. And, and like, there was over, now, there was over 100 verses I read tonight to you. Over 100 verses. Very little teaching. 
sometimes the word speaks for itself. Yes. Yes. And this, this is what I want to say to you. That when you read this book, don't just read it to read it. Read it and chew on it and meditate on it and allow it to saturate your heart. Yes. You know, Mark Batterson says he doesn't read the word. He allows the word to read him. I think that's probably a good way to think about it. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of stuff in here that I believe that are promises for God's people. And if we would begin to live in faith and say, you know what? 1 John 4, 17 says that as he is, so are we in this world. So it is talking about Jesus. So if Jesus healed sick, raised dead, cleansed the elders, cast out demons, and did all these amazing things, and he loved, and he was full of compassion, then if he is that way, then so am I in this world. And if my life doesn't line up to that, God, what do you need to do to change my life to make it line up to that? That's right. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Let's allow this to begin to shape our life this year. Amen. And there's a lot of good promises in here. So, Lord, I just bless our people tonight. I didn't even talk about healing tonight, God, but you said that the prayer of a righteous man accomplishes much. So if I'm righteous and right standing with God, then my prayer will accomplish a lot. If our people are righteous, their prayer will accomplish a lot right you said that if there are any sick among us to call the elders of the church together anoint them with oil and pray the prayer of faith and that prayer will not only heal them but it will save them lord is what it reads and so uh, there's a lot of neat things in your word god that if we would just get a hold of i think it would turn this city upside down it'd be like it'd be like in acts where it said those that have turned the world upside down have come to our city May we be the church that turns our city upside down, yes. God. May our people get more hungry for the word than they've ever gotten hungry before, oh God. I, I, I know, Lord, there may be some that think, well, you didn't even preach tonight. Well, I'm glad I didn't because the word speaks volumes. Yes, and so I'm thankful for you, Lord. I, I pray blessings over our people this upcoming year. I pray, Lord, that that the Beatitudes, I'm, we're probably going to go through those, but I pray that we hunger and that we thirst for righteousness like we've never hungered or thirsted before, oh God, so that we can become filled and satisfied and not just filled, but filled to where we are actually overflowing and yes. that we actually have something that we can give away, oh God. I pray for those in this room that have significant prayers that they've been praying, oh God. And every prayer is significant, but those that are on the verge of a breakthrough or those that are on the verge of giving up and quitting, I pray, God, that you give them a spirit of perseverance and a spirit of faith to continue to believe and continue to pray and to continue to persevere and believe that you're about to to send breakthrough, oh God. Just like Isaiah 54 that we read, oh God, that said, shout for joy, oh barren one. Lord, we're going to begin to praise you. We're going to begin to praise you for the breakthroughs and the finances. We're going to begin to praise you for the breakthroughs in our families and our, our lost loved ones. Thank you for bringing our lost loved ones back this upcoming year, oh God. We bless your name for that. Thank you for bringing healing to people that need it, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do, even though we have yet to see it. We're going to praise you because you were you were good and your love endures forever. I thank you, oh God. Lord, I thank you. Of Abraham was promised the promised land, but he never stepped foot in the promised land. That's right. That's right. 
but it was no less a miracle and a breakthrough for him. And I thank you, oh God, that, that even if you give us a promise, Lord, it's not just for me, it's for my offspring and the generation coming after me. And I bless you today, oh God. I bless our people. Uh, I bless our people. And Lord, I pray this, that when things get hard and tough, and I'm not saying that they will, but I'm saying that they probably will. That we lean into you. Because I'm starting to believe, Lord, that some bad things are our own fault. But I'm starting to believe, God, that the arrival of the enemy is an announcement that breakthrough is about to come. Yes. Amen. Amen. That the devil who the devil who is not omnipresent, that's not, not all places at all times, operates on a budget. And that he would not waste his time or resources on someone or something if Jesus was not about to do something in them and through them. So I thank you, Lord. I bless this group of people. And I cannot. I pray. I pray you pour yourself out in such a way, oh God. I pray, Lord. I, I keep seeing visions of people lining up at the door, hoping we'll hurry up and open up the door sooner than we do. I pray, Lord, that we have people lined up just to hear your good news or just to get in your presence in this church over this upcoming year, God. And so, Lord, I bless you, and I love you, and I adore you. It is in your name we pray tonight. Amen. Amen. Let's give Jesus praise. Amen. Amen.